Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. I went down a rabbit hole. Oh. I started looking up Jeff Bezos and his ex-wife. They are the parents of four children. Really? Well, you don't hear about them often. I know. And then I started reading more about Jeff Bezos, and now I have more follow-up questions. Any of their kids named Alexa? I don't know. Why? Hi, well, well, Amazon Alexa. Oh, I see. I Hi, this see. is Alexa. This is Prime. Oh, maybe. This is Today. Uh, Bezos was one of three passengers in a helicopter that crashed in West Texas after the crash tail boom hit a tree. The, well, do you remember this story? I don't remember that. See, now I have more questions. Do we even know if that's a true story? Uh, yeah, he sustained minor injuries and was discharged from a local hospital the same day. But Man, I want to know year? about the other passengers, 2003. Hmm. Huh. Right? Well, that's interesting. All right, well, anyway. I guess Amazon was a little baby back then. Oh, sure. You yeah. know, when did they start? Like 98, 99, something like that? No more follow-up questions. Maybe even later. Yeah, yeah. guys, we need to chill. I know. Oh, man. It's National Chicken Wing Day, Dawn. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Ah, you got to make chicken wings today. Gotta make them. Yeah. Maybe I'll go, try to go get another go bag at yeah. Costco and oh, just stock up. Yeah. Oh, had Donna known this ahead of time, she would have brought you some in this morning. But <laughs> news breaks late when it's Chicken Wing Day. Yeah. I hear there. I don't. Don't worry. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole. But? but my brother said that they are some of the best things that you can put on a smoker. They're so easy. Oh, They're are you going to just... be doing this now? Aren't you doing a weekly segment? No, they're 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 trying to pitch it as a uh, as a monthly sponsored segment, Smoking Steve, where I just walk people through the process of smoking things. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna watch a YouTube video and then try to recreate it. Well, it seems like you're doing a really good job so far. Well, I'm certainly more interested in this than I've been in other cooking ventures. My only other time that I went kind of deep on something and it was nowhere near this level of excitement and interest was when I got a cast iron skillet. You have a cast iron skillet? Yes. And when I learned, Elizabeth Reese, uh, my co-host on Twin Cities Live, she bought one for me for Christmas a few years ago. And uh, goodness gracious, are they so heavy? And then she was telling me how to season them. You know, you like coat them in olive oil and then Mm -hmm. like you put them in the oven and you you cook them. You just cook the skillet when you first get it for a long time. That's the initial seasoning. You don't use, a lot of people don't use soap on it when they wash it. Right. Just Mm -hmm. water a brush and then let it dry. It's really interesting. But I bailed on that. I haven't used my cast iron skillet in a while. You know the problem with cast iron skillet? Thanks for asking. They they do get very, very smoky. And they also, the grease, whatever's whatever's in there, 
really has a little fireworks display, like a fountain firework, just mm. spritzing up grease and splatter and all that. So they're good, but it set off my smoke detector a time or three. Mm. <laughs> or three. Uh, they're great for searing. Chesty. What? You know how I feel yeah, about searing. I know. You're the sear god. Sear Steve. <laughs> Seary Steve. I like king better instead of god. Okay. Yes, so yes, you yeah. can wear a crown it was God with a lower guilt. Ca- with a lowercase yeah. G. Demigod. Okay. Yes. Demigod. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like like uh like Maui from uh Moana. Oh. Played by the rock. Hmm. Whatever, that was a, a bad reference, reference for I this crowd. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Anybody out there know what I'm talking? Hey, I have to tell you. Um we had such a twenty twenty day on Twin Cities Live yesterday. It was just you ever have a show where just everything goes wrong, or have you ever been at whatever you do for a living? And you're just like, wow, it's one thing. Yep. And now that doesn't work. And of course, the printer paper is jammed. It's just one of those kind of things. <laughs> so we're getting the show together. And I come in and our producers said everything was going swimmingly. Now, this is only two producers that we had in the room at the time. But they said everything had been going swimmingly. We were the only ones here. We're just like pounding through stuff. And then something happens. And then something behind the scenes happens. And then we find out something else happens. And it's all this behind the scenes kind of stuff that throws their mojo, right? You know when you feel like you're crushing it in the morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then sure. suddenly something goes awry. So that's what I come into. And then we are we are doing the show and we're ready to go to our reporter Kelly Hansen live at the Twins home opener. A capacity crowd nowhere in sight i mean mm-hmm. this place is just it's just barren it is so weird so we're about to do this at right at the beginning of the show and then we're hearing we might not have lisa you know in my ear we might not have lisa and so then we go to something else and then we say well we'll come to her after the commercial break come back from the commercial break we finally up oh, nope she's still not there still not there we put another story in okay watch this story we have her we have her we can go to kelly now let's go to kelly right after this so kelly hansen live at the um, uh minnesota twins home opener she's there no one's behind her it's great then she starts talking <laughs> to one of the twins uh communications managers or fan experience guys boy what an interesting year for him <laughs> and then sure enough everything i don't know two minutes in to what should be like a four or five minute thing just i haven't even seen our live shots break like this before but just, it would have sounded like, and then there's all this weird stuff going across the screen. It dumps out to which just felt like such a 2020 sort of a moment. Like, look, we're live at the lamest year of a home opener ever for a baseball game. Yeah. 2020, could you just pump the brakes and let us have this one friggin' live shot and not dump out and go total <laughs> malfunction, technical difficulties? I start yelling at 2020, whatever. Then, not long later, after everything's going awry, we never know if we're going to get Kelly again. We get to the end of the show, 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock goes, uh, and then right into our 4 o'clock half hour. And I end the show and say goodbye to my guest co-host for the day, Jackie Kane from 5 Eyewitness News. She had to leave at 4 because she's got to anchor the 4.30 newscast. Sure. Jackie, thank you so much for being with us. Twin Cities Live at 4 starts right now. At this point, I hear in my ear... We have one minute left in show. Oh God! So I had I had oh, wrapped no. her. I had wrapped her a full minute early. Oh no! That's and then I was an like, eternity. you know what? It's an eternity. It was dead. Well, and then you know, I never try to play anything off. Anytime no. there's a mistake, I'm like, you guys have to hear what just happened. So then we vamp. We do some story. We we you know make it to the end of the minute. Thank you again, Jackie. Then we take a live look out of our sky cam. It's <laughs> yeah. just looking over Minneapolis. <laughs> just to fill some time. And then guess what? A spider is on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no! Oh, no! my God. Oh, my gosh.
gosh, that is so. wild. Now, I have a question about the timing, though. Yes. Do you normally get like, okay, two minutes? This was a ear? total me mistake. Yes, we get we'll get it in our ear, and then we'll also get it. We have a uh, we have a floor director who's out there, and he's giving telling us giving us time cues. I just totally. Ran something in. I, I went over chatting with Jackie, and then I was like, oh, we, in my head, I said, we only have 30 seconds left. So instead of going to the next story, which we had planned, we just chatted a little bit more, and then, all right, Jackie, thank you so much. But instead of dumping out at three, uh, excuse me, four o'clock, even, four zero zero, and I have a digital clock right in front of me on the a monitor, I dumped out at three fifty nine zero zero, And it was just such a funny moment oh, of like, of no. course. Of course, because the live shots are dying. And stick around, because in the sequel, there's going to be a spider on the sky cam, which looks like it's attacking all of us. <laughs> Giant spider Giant attacks spider. Minneapolis. <laughs> that, that was awesome. A real, that was a real... That's we haven't had a fun. day like that in a while on Twin Cities Live. But well, you were due. We were due. Yeah. By the way, Twins won 6-3. Oh, oh yeah. Over the Cardinals. Yay. And they also... They also did a held a moment of silence to remember the lives mm. lost during the off season, included COVID nineteen victims as well as George Floyd, oh, and wow. then the the team honored his memory by unveiling a tribute on the outfield oh, wall, which was wow. really really special. Um, and then the other thing, I know we got to go, but um, remind me to tell you about the other story uh, that has to do with George Floyd. I'll include it in Steve's things that make you go. Huh. Great. We'll come right back with that. How All about right. that? All right. Coming up next on My Talk. My name is Steve. Hands up to the sky. Good morning. I'll be your hey, galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Donna. Oh, nice. Yeah, you're listening to the Donna and Steve show. <laughs> My name is Clarice. Ew. Uh, you kind of ruined the vibe <laughs> yeah, there, Don. Dawn. What time did you get up this morning, Don? Yeah, Don. Uh, 4.15. What time did you go to bed last night, Dawn? Mm, did a lot of cleaning. So, oh, 11.30. Oh, Dawn. my gosh. I was that at my storage unit until 9.30. I know it's not healthy, but what are you going to do? Oh, wow. God. How much stuff you got? Oh, this is crazy. And I'm cleaning, too. It's just, oh, it never man. ends. All right. Well, back to the show. Things that make you go. It's an, it's an older one that we had. Oh, it's a throwback. It's a throwback. Donna it's a way back Wednesday. Right now, so to, yeah. It's a way back Wednesday, and it's uh, <laughs> feels good. There you go. Oh, that Ooh. was fun. Thing to make you go here. Anyway, here's what I wanted to tell you guys. Um, George Floyd's memory is being honored with a new hologram. Did you hear about this? Yeah. That'll be on full display across several southern states. So the foundation that uh, was created by George Floyd's family launched this initiative to project a hologram of him at a handful of Confederate monuments throughout the South. So things that, you you know, really stand for racism mm-hmm. um, are being re- not necessarily all replaced, but some of them are. Um, but his image is going to be projected, and it is so cool. It's beautiful. It is really crazy. It's the way the light breaks up. Mm-hmm. So it's gold. So it says George Floyd, and then you can see um, it's almost like a bust right. of right. him. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just 
the neatest thing I've ever seen. I wonder how they do that. I don't know. Don't because it can just show up in the sky, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's it's really neat. So it's going on a on a tour. It was uh, it first appeared um, where oh. the Jefferson Davis statue used to stand in Richmond, Virginia, and um, they they had taken that one down last month, and then. Last night, it appeared again in Richmond, but this time it was where a Robert E. Lee statue used to stand. Okay. Yeah. So, really cool. Yeah, it looks like they put up like a big scrim, so it's see-through. It's not oh, like okay. a projector screen, mm-hmm. um, but it's it, it's see-through, but then and it provides just enough of a backdrop for the, the hologram image, however on. they okay. do that. Yeah. To show up really, really cool looking. It's just neat, so I just thought that was worth mentioning. Well, now I have things that are much less consequential than that. Okay. We'll do them anyway because this is things that make you go, huh, and almost nothing is supposed to be worthwhile during this segment. In a good way. <laughs> In a good way. Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah, that's right. Like this. Donna was trying to read. I don't know if you ever finished Moby Dick. I never even started Moby Dick. D-word. Wasn't it on your list? No. The Old Man in the Sea. That's the one. Okay. Well, Moby Dick. I'm going for all the short ones. You know, uh, all the sure. really thin books. <laughs> yeah. Get this. There are whales alive today that have been alive since before Moby Dick was written, which, by the way, was written in 1851. Whoa. Wait, what? They are bowhead whales off the coast of Alaska. I got to see what they look like. They're over 200 years old. There's been a whale theme, guys. Whales yeah, right? have been and their tongues and the blue whales oh. and the... they've been around us and mm. that's the sound that they make in my heart oh, when boy. you see them in the water. But I, you know, when I was in Alaska and we went whale watching, when you would go look off the the boat and then just see, you'd see like a so it's blowing water out of its little spouty wouty, and then when it would just show its hump back and very slowly but massive its tail would come above the water Uh, and then smoothly go down like it was a high diver making no splash at all i think my brothers went my brother went whale watching yesterday drew yesterday yes he's in maine Wow. He's in Kennebunk Port. I know, right? Shoot him a text and say, hey, Druby. Okay. Did you see any? Druby. <laughs> now, have either of you seen Bill and Ted? Yeah. Mm, not really. Okay. I, I haven't. I know about it. I know it's like yeah. a phone booth and two, like, what's up, man? Totally. Excellent. <laughs> Time travel. So, with that, tell me if this would have mattered at all, because in my head, they're basically the same character. During auditions for the original Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Keanu Reeves. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Originally auditioned to play Bill, Alex Winter auditioned to play Ted. Their parts were switched after casting. That means nothing to me. Does that matter? No. No. <laughs> okay. Not at all. Now, because it would have in Wayne's world, you know, if Mike Myers had gone for Garth and Dana Carvey had gone for uh, Wayne, that, w- that would have mattered because they're different enough characters. Sure. Heath Ledger was a chess prodigy as a kid. What? Oh, I think I heard this. And he won the Western Australia Junior Chess Championship huh. when he was 10. He's Aus- He was Australian? Yeah. I think so. Whoops. You know, he was just a good actor. The other night, you never know. Good actor. Good actor, rise up lights. Rise up lights. Good eye, Heath. Wonderful working joker. Um, When I, boy, we're such idiots. I mean, do Australian people do this when they hear like an English speaker? Are they like, oh, how was your taxi ride? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) We are are the dopes of the universe. We are them. Oh, but the other night, remember remember when I said we were assembling that basketball hoop from 10 p.m. until 2 a.m.? I have this thing. When I go late into the night doing something, so if it's working on a project, you're like, we're going to finish this before we go to bed. My wife can walk right upstairs, lay down and go to bed. I then have to unwind. It doesn't matter what time it is. Yeah, so, I'm more like your wife. I'm like, see ya. Well, me, on the other hand, 2.15, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch The Dark Knight. I have to unwind. No, I, yes, yeah, me too. Me. No, I didn't do the full Dark Knight, but I did. I was like, I just want to watch the first 30 minutes of the Dark Knight, where especially the opening scene, which I think is just one of the best opening scenes in movie yes. history. It starts with just such a bang. That's such a the, great opening the scene. The shot right. goes in. It's an aerial shot onto that skyscraper, and you just hear in the background, and then one of the windows breaks out because someone was shooting one of those hooks so that you can zip line from one building to another like you would in a superhero heist scene. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And then at the end, you're like, which one's the real Joker? Which one's Heath? Which one's Heath? And when he pulls off the Joker mask to reveal the painted face, oh, gosh. And that's when he says, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stranger. Oh, gosh. What a nerd. Donna! (laughs) Hey, when we come back, um, let's run down some of the Emmy nomination snubs we've got. And, And Dawn, you put something in that has to do with a show that I like. Yeah. The Emmy Awards nominations were announced yesterday, and now, of course, comes the reports of all the snubs. Yes, that's always the day after story, Mm -hmm. right? It absolutely is. The biggest one that I am seeing is Reese Witherspoon. She was in three series, Big Little Lies, Little Fires Everywhere, and The Morning Show, and she did not get one nomination. That is sort of surprising. Right? Even for producing, because I know she produces things. I don't know for sure. Yeah, now maybe she would get an indirect uh, nomination. Sure. If she was nominated, yeah. Yeah, but uh, she she was quite good in all those. Now, I thought her Big Little Lies character and her Little Fires Everywhere character were felt similar to me. You know, sort of the pretentious, Mom. a little too put together, makes you kind of annoyed. I yeah, felt she's annoyed kind of a Karen, you know? It's kind of like... <laughs> yes. It yes. seems to me... 
I feel like that's just her, though. I do too, because she's like a nice Southern girl, you know. She's known to be not really into improving on set. Her and Vince Vaughn do not get along. She wants everything exactly by the mark, and she will not improv. (laughs) Ooh, I'm already annoyed with how you're talking, John. Oh, well, remember when she went off on that cop? Yeah, and pulled the old. Do you know who I am? Yep. Mm. Yep. Oh, and he was like, yeah, but I wasn't a big fan of Sweet Home Alabama. Anyway, I'm going to write you up here. Yep. Now, although I did like her character in um, in the morning show because it was she did break out different. of the Karen and it was different. And she was I didn't expect her character to be that way. Kind of rough and tumble down on her luck, but had a heart under it all. I thought they I, I thought that show was nice. Now, I watched like three of those episodes between the hours of probably 11 and 2 as I was half asleep. Donna, remember when we got really sick in February? Yes. And I was like curled up next to the fireplace with a blanket watching or just listening to the show. But even having experienced it that way, I I really thought that show was good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I think we had the Roni, by the way. Um, So (laughs) Nicole Kidman is not nominated for Big Little Lies. Oh. Which I think is surprising, too. Um, Do you guys watch, well, Steve, I know you don't, Better Things? No. With Pamela Adlon. Okay, love this show. Um, yeah, completely shut out the mm. series and her. Okay. Um, there's The Good Fight, Hunters, oh. The Loudest Voice with Russell Crowe, nothing. Um, now, Hunters see. is that one with Al Pacino, right? That's about yes. an, um, hunting Nazis. I believe that people is People thought correct. was a little bit in poor taste. Yeah. Some people. Yeah. Mind Hunter. Orange oh. is the New Black. Mind oh. Hunter sucked this season, though. It did. Oh, really? Yeah. Not great. Defending Jacob. Anyway, I could go on and on because there's just so many. But on some other notes, Eddie Murphy was nominated. And this is his first Emmy nomination in 21 years. Oh, cool. He's oh, wow. nominated for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Comedy Series for hosting SNL. Oh, which is kind of cool, right? Yeah, that was a great show. He did. I mean, he gave us exactly what we wanted Mm -hmm. on that episode. Yeah, I wasn't afraid to go back to all the, you you know, you just kind of want to walk down memory lane at that point. Absolutely. I concur. Thank you, Donna. Um, uh, Sheets Creek grabbed Mm -hmm. 15 nominations. No way. Yes. It's a really good show. 15? 15. That's crazy. Uh, no. Uh, they're nominated for Outstanding Comedy Series, Lead Actress for Catherine O'Hara, who's hilarious, uh, Eugene Levy, all sorts of um, them. Now, the interesting thing is, this is a far cry from the four nominations that they garnered last year. Um, and by the way, if you didn't get a chance to catch the final season of the series, um, later on this year, it'll be on Netflix. Because they were holding holding out mm. on the final season. Um, and then finally, Netflix is leading with 160 total nominations. Oh, my mercy. HBO had 107. Oh, and Barack and Michelle Obama's production company is nominated for seven. Thank you. Thank you. Stop it. That's, how, that's what I'll say if he wins the Emmy. I get it. Thank you. I get it. And then Dawn. Yeah. Tiger King looks like it's nominated for six. We oh. have Holy recognition cow. for outstanding documentary or nonfiction series. That's probably the biggest one. Directing for a documentary, Whoa. picture editing for a nonfiction program. Wow. Music composition for a documentary series. 
sound editing for a nonfiction or reality program, and sound mixing. Wow. It, it was really well done. It was a well-told story, for <sighs> sure. What? I'm just thinking back to Tiger King and the hysteria and... The, I, and I heard from half half people were like, oh my gosh, it's just like crazy. You couldn't turn away. And the other half of people who were like, okay, I could not watch that because it just made me feel so bad about individual anecdotal humanity. <laughs> I didn't watch it. It was really, really good. It truly was a really good show. Um, How did you marry it, Donna? Sorry. By the way, today is National Tiger Day. It might be <laughs> oh. international. It is. Nice. See how it all ties together. And um, getting back to HBO for a second, did you hear the story how they are they have in development a COVID nineteen um, TV show? Okay, mm. tell me more. Okay, there's no word on a title yet, but it is based on an upcoming book, and that book is called The First Shot. And it's by a journalist named Brendan Burrell. And it's about the companies involved in researching a vaccine and the science behind them and the challenges um, regarding access to the vaccine, safety of the vaccine. Hmm, Would you watch this? I would. Okay. Plus, it's being produced by Adam McKay. Oh, who directed Anchorman. Right. He's Will Ferrell's old funny or die guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Talladega Nights, Step Brothers. He also did The Big Short, Vice, Succession. He did an episode of Succession. Wow, he's very versatile. Yeah. Yeah. And now he and Will Ferrell have gone their their separate ways amicably, but they they split up their production company. Um, So, yeah, he's he's venturing out on his own. Does Will Ferrell have his own production company? I I believe he does. I can't speak to that confidently, but... I can't speak to much confidently. <laughs> no, I think Will Ferrell honest. was behind Eurovision, uh, Fire Saga. Yeah, he was one of the producers. It's good, man. If you haven't seen that movie, it's, Dawn, it's you enjoyable. Should see it. I need to watch it. And the music, once my good. life calms down, and I'm after the thirty first, and I'm completely yes. moved in. That'll be a great time because then you can finally watch it. You can just sink into the couch. Yeah. Turn your brain off. While it be entertained rains on by Saturday. the music. Yeah. Donna. Oh, yeah. Yes, Sorry, Donna. I know. I know. Well, I, there's a graduation thing. So, oh, what's in her? It's, it's, it's just says scattered. Yeah. Okay. Scattered, Donna. When's the next time you got to mow your lawn? Today. Oh, brother. Today's the day. Is it every Wednesday? Usually Tuesdays. So what happened this week? <laughs> I got lazy yesterday. Mm, what'd your afternoon look like? I was um, researching some information oh. about okay. South Dakota. Uh-huh. And making some phone calls, and then I talked to my friend John on the phone for a while. Oh my gosh! Listen to this email that we got. <laughs> Unrelated. Oh uh, wait, wait for it, Steve. Wait. This from Daniel. Hey, Don and Steve. Hey, Daniel. Daniel the painter. If you want to learn about Aussie accents, give me a call. Daniel, the painter who lives in Canada, originally from Australia. Oh, what? that's funny. He's and he Australian? leaves his number. Yeah. So he's an Australian painter in Canada who listens to an American entertainment show. How about that? Well, that's interesting. We've got a lot of interesting listeners, don't we? We do. We yeah. absolutely do. Um, 
Oh, geez, listen to this here. Aaron says, I'm a podcast listener and just listened to uh, Steve's hilarious rant about assembling his son's basketball hoop. That was from the Monday show. (laughs) Sounds like pure torture. It was. My 14-year-old son (laughs) is a master assembler of just about anything and works cheap. We live in Chanhassen. He can be there in five minutes anytime you need him. (laughs) Great. Aaron, thank you. Wow. Steve, now are you going to like call this guy? I don't know. It's child labor, technically. I think he's 14. Ah. And I already am involved in a child labor ongoing lawsuit due to me hiring my nephew to mow my lawn for $10. Remember, his mom suggested his rate be $5, but me in my benevolence said, child, consider your rate doubled. (laughs) Although I would ding him if... Per lawn or per hour? It's per lawn. Okay. No, you got to get the job done. All right. But I'm, I am I have to see. Remember, I, I live still in a mud pit, so I don't have any. We don't have any grass yet. But if oh. we get grass, and it's it won't be able to be mowed <laughs> until right. September. But if we get it, I'll have to determine. I'm I'm open to adjusting my price. It could be 15 bucks. could be seventeen fifty. It could be It could be 20 I don't know. Is it once a week? What prior to your yeah, house? Yeah, that was what we would go for. And I wanted it to be done um, at a time when... I was at work, like have it done. So, cause I don't want to have to monitor it. If, if I'm there and it's the weekend, part of it is outsourcing this so that it doesn't fill up the weekend, the precious time that we have. How big was your lawn? Oh, you wouldn't have believed it. <laughs> Did it, you, was, it was 0.14 acre. Do, it was do you small. demand cross patterns like a baseball field? Sure. You need a diamond pattern. I, I've always tried to do this. You know, when you've drive past the lawns oh, and they're yeah. design people and you're like, you know what? I should light that grass on fire. <laughs> Out of now, jealousy speaking. I love them. I no, I love looking uh, at people's lawns. Me too. And we we'll, we'll walk through the neighborhood. We stopped and told a guy recently. We were like, we just have to tell you that you're. This is so great. Every time we walk by it, we're like, wow, this looks so great. And then he said, well, thank you very much. And I hate to tell you, but we're redoing all of it. <gasps> and they're in the middle of a massive project. Wow. I bet you made his day though. And then I, like, I, I, you know. Then he like flew off into the sky. <laughs> Put on a cape and was like, "Thank you, lawn man." Like just like a jetpack. Yeah, we started lifting off the ground. <laughs> oh my god! It does feel good to get your lawn complimented. Any mm-hmm. any kind of compliment is a day maker, don't you think? Dan- Dana, oh, that's my sister's name. Yeah, Donna, your hair looks great today. Don, thank you so much. You just made my day. Ah, and wow. you're there too. I'm on this oh room. Just kidding. <laughs> Boom. Sorry, Don. Oh, no. Don, you always look pretty. No. Uh, Steve? Hmm. What is it about my double chin? So help me God. So help me God. You don't have a double chin. No, I posted a video with it's my baby tripled. a couple days ago. <laughs> I posted this this video of my baby uh, like playing with a little squeezy food pouch. And I, I was watching him, and he's so cute. And then I looked at myself, and I was like, Wow. This is total profile. This is scrunch back chin. This is yeah, a this no, is gobbly. Everyone's fun. just looking at Dove anyway. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. you know, that's exact. I was like, who cares? Who You're cares right. anymore? Cares. I love his silent squinty laugh that he does. <laughs> it's really <laughs> so funny. cute. Sometimes he gets really pumped up about something, and he'll be sitting in the middle of the floor, and then just squint his eyes, smile really big, oh. and kind of rock his head back and forth. Like, I have a question. This? Yeah. Am I ever gonna meet this baby? Oh, hey, Donna. I don't know if you're her, but there's a pandemic now. 
I know. That's why I'm asking. I don't know, Donna. You know, you gotta go. I got to go. Give right, me time to fine, think about it. Fine. If you see something, say something <laughs> is next. All right. Speaking of kids, what would you do if your kids caused $64,000 in damage? Oh. We'll dig into that when we return on Donna and Steve on my talk. Hello. Welcome back. Bye. What? I thought we were doing a word association. Oh. I said goodbye. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, it's Donna and Steve. Thank you for listening. Um, I can't decide if I read this email to Dawn or not. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, who's it from? Who's it from? It's from our buddy, Brian. Oh, well. <laughs> tread carefully. We have a... Uh... Is it criticism of me? No. Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay, bring it. Hard disagree with Dawn on Mind Hunters. I hated the first season. It was so slow. But my girlfriend, who loves all true crime stuff, made me keep watching. I and love I, murder. I love <laughs> I love wine and I love murder. <laughs> what is happening? Uh, so she's having a moment. A, she's imitating a girlfriend it's a, who loves. It's just a lot of women Brittany out got there. Love wine and murder uh, podcast made me keep watching, and I loved the last season. Okay. It finally built up a sense of urgency, so oh. I didn't just fall asleep. I thought it was kind of boring. I I just oh he I says know. I think we have different tastes though. Oh, she likes British shows. And period mm. pieces, and that's mm. not my kryptonite. Well, I like mm. all kinds of different things. I just happen to like those as yeah, well. Yeah, you're just a more well-adjusted human than Brian. <laughs> I love Brian. <laughs> I'm no, just Brian's great. joking. Brian, I'm sure your girlfriend is lovely. He's Does a, Brian email uh, the morning show yes, a lot? Yes. Oh, okay. So oh, he's yeah. a frequent yeah, emailer. He's a, he's a fun guy. Yeah, he uh, is. Uh, I like He honesty. always takes dead aim at me. He's always like... <laughs> Brian and I have come to the point, respectfully, I think, where with each other, we disagree with one another on probably 95% of things. But we've come to that understanding throughout the span of two and a half years, and we get it, and we're like, you know what? You're you, I'm me. I totally... You ever find someone where you just are like, I just totally disagree with you. Pick another topic. I totally disagree with you. Uh, That's that's where Brian and I are, but we know that. Thank you for the email, Brian. Thanks, Brian. One per day is, is sufficient. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. no, we love no. it. He's a regular. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey, man. What's up, girl? Nothing. Cool, cool. I'm wearing cologne. <laughs> and I'm alone in my room. Why do I have four spritzes of cologne? I don't know. I do, too. Okay. I just like to smell good. Mm-hmm. You, know you should I mean? start spritzing more, Donna, because I never smell it. No, I never see you anymore. But never have I really smelled yeah, you. Yeah, because I care about my coworkers. Oh, whatever. No, we want to be blessed no, by this I nice scent. I put it scent. in my um, elbow pits. Disgusting. <laughs> you know. You- I put it on my neck and I put it on my wrist. I mean, I don't know how much more I could put on. I use a roller, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, we need a spritz. All right, fine. Uh, Dawn, you got to tell us about these kids. Oh, my gosh. I just think about, you know, when you bring your kids places and they're like, don't touch it. 
they're really excited. They're acting up and they might break something in a store. Well, nothing compares to this. This was at the Museum of Glass in Shanghai. Oh, but oh, first okay. off, okay. <laughs> I think never right. bring your kid to the Museum of Glass. The Museum yeah, of like... Glass. They have beautiful exhibits. Um, so these two youngsters were chasing each other around. Well, you, okay. Okay. I mean, you need to have a leash on those kids. You gotta, if you love them, leash them. Yeah. <laughs> and they hit into a $64,000 glass replica of the Disney Castle at Shanghai. Oh, Disney. no. Um, a museum spokesperson revealed this on Chinese social media, which I follow very closely. <laughs> of course. Um, the tower is known as the Fantasy Castle, and it was demolished. Mm. Um, it took 500 hours to create. It has 30,000 oh individual pieces. No. And it's decorated in 24 karat gold on the tips of the castle. It weighs mm. 132 pounds. Uh, these uh, two brothers who are artists from Spain created it. It's been there since 2016. <gasps> and um, uh, this is the statement from from the museum they said the little visitors Aww. knew that their behavior was inappropriate and under the encouragement of their parents reported the incident to the museum staff okay that's I mean, a good step okay good good didn't you just hear it <laughs> <laughs> their attitudes were friendly and sincere and they agreed to help out with follow-up matters i.e. paying uh, for the repairs no, it has to be insured you would think uh, right? that's true I yeah. would think so now it hasn't been it says it's been demolished but then later on it the the person says the, the creator says luckily it's not destroyed as soon as the coronavirus travel restrictions are lifted um, Miguel who's one of the artists will go to Shanghai and do the repair he loves to huh. travel that's what his brother says Miguel is just glad to have uh, people who are looking at his beautiful work Oh, that's really okay. like because now everybody Aww. all around the world is looking at it. And then they even went on to say, and this is gracious. They said, we're used to kids and this kind of stuff happening. Glass breaks. Nothing is done on purpose. That's... I say no kids. In a glass thing? <laughs> Why? In well, a glass here's... museum? I mean, that's like the dumbest place to bring a child. I think that they need a big flashing sign that says no running. Yeah. You can't yes. have yes. the kids running there. You got to get full stern dad voice you need a command the, yeah yes. something that stops them in their tracks whatever that is if it's a little whistle like yes. in sound of music or maybe a shock family leashes about that babysitting you were requesting <laughs> we're in maybe a holding a taser pattern. okay all, seriously I suppose effective uh, you know I, I would i would want yeah, it's it's. Why would you risk it if you're a parent? Why would you take your kids there? It's like taking a bull to a china shop. There's just <laughs> this is tough. Although I would have thought it would have been behind like a glass barrier. I a think window. that it has some type of. It looks like in the picture that there is some type of a barrier around it, like a almost a plexiglass looking thing. Uh, somehow they moved that and bumped into it though, oh, so it was Oops. a full on sprint they were doing apparently. What do you oh, do? Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? I don't do anything. Hey, uh, coming up, I'm going to tell you what music artist is developing a new show based on a book series. That's kind of cool. And also, artists are asking politicians to stop using their music without permission. We'll cover all that in the beat up next. 
This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.